You're this FM, and that's our next guest on the flute. The question is, what's the name of the song? And instead of me telling you, why don't we get the artist to actually tell you about it? Karina Brewer joins us again. Karina, good chatting to you. It's been a while. Good evening, John. It has been a while. It's nice to be here. What's the name of the song or the tune that you are playing in the background there? Oh, it's the one and only Europa by um, Carlos Santana. <laughs> He's my idol. How do you turn... How do you turn a Carlos Santana guitar into a flute solo? I like a challenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bought a lovely mouthpiece called the Glissando Head Joint, which allows me to do slides, like um, similar to the mm. slide guitar. And I just love that. That's really kind of transformed my playing as a flautist. I've gone contemporary quite a while ago, but that really just allowed me to, yeah, move to the next level. And I love it. <laughs> in fact, I had my first gig in a while tonight. With Yay! EQ, and we played that, and yeah, so I'm on a bit of a high. <laughs> okay, so everybody behaved themselves, and they were wearing masks and doing all the good things. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> all right, now I just want to go back a bit. I, I was talking to Ben. It's like I know I've spoken to this lady before. We've spoken. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, maybe two or three years ago, um, and yeah. we got you on just as a person who kind of likes sport but is really good at something else. We've got you on <laughs> for a completely different reason today. So. First of all, it's a, a bit of background. What's your real? Is that your real gig? You're you're a flautist. Yeah, well, I mean, these days it's quite difficult to know what your real gig is because, as you know, as musicians are kind of out in the cold and very much had to scramble to find other things to do to be able to survive. So, um, yes, I'm a trained musician. I've studied for six years. I've played as a musician, traveled the world for the past fifteen years, um, but the past year it's obviously stopped. So. <laughs> I've mm. had to be very creative and use my other skills. But yes, I'm a professional musician. That's been my main gig for the past, yeah, almost 20 years. And then you decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start swimming and swim not just in a pool. I'm going to swim forever. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> when I studied music, um, I needed to do something a little bit different out there. I didn't want to just spend all my time in my dark practice room. So I started swimming. And I actually just got addicted to it, and I, I, I haven't stopped since. And like you said, I've um, just gone longer and further and gone to the ocean and discovered open water swimming many, many years ago. And, yeah, I've been fortunate to swim across the world as well. I've done the English Channel and Gibraltar Strait, Falls Bay, et cetera, et cetera. It's um, really just part of my life. Okay, now tell us about Walker Bay. Where is Walker Bay? Walker Bay is between Hermanus and Hansby. Um, and it's a beautiful, geographically, just a, a beautiful, almost like a claw, um, beautiful bay um, in the Western Cape. And it just, yeah, it, it kind of has been screaming for a swimmer to cross it. <laughs> when you say a claw, it's, it's so well described, actually. So, uh, yeah, because I didn't know where it was until I just had to look it up. So you got False Bay, which is sort of pointing south. Claymont, yes. Hermanus, and then if you look directly across Hermanus, you see Hans Bay, that's the bay we're talking about. Exactly. So if you're in Hermanus, anyone who's familiar with the area, you see mountains very far away when you look across, and that's, those mountains mm. are Hans Bay. And as an open water swimmer, you always, if you look across an ocean and you see something on the other side, you kind of, <laughs> it's always in the back of your head, shall I, shall I swim there? <laughs> yeah. And you were the first person to do that. I was the first person to, to, to even attempt it, I think, to even contemplate it. I'm, I'm very surprised because, um, you know, open water swimming has become very popular and people's always looking for the next best thing and the next thrill. 
So I was surprised at a distance like this and, and such a geographically interesting claw of a bay mm. hadn't been crossed before. Um, it's a really nice distance as well. It's 21 kilometers. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a good solid marathon swim. Um, so yeah, when I realized it hasn't been done and I really felt like a challenge and I also really felt like doing something that was going to make a bit of a noise because I, I just needed to make a noise for my cause, which is um, raising funds and awareness for, for artists and the performing arts, which is really um, decimated at the moment. And I just felt compelled to, to do something for my industry. And this was it. It's fascinating. I'm just trying to think if anybody has ever used sports to raise money for arts. It's such a rare, <laughs> it's, it's such a good combination. The two yeah. are very related to each other, but very rarely do the two work together. Probably not. But this just happens to me, my uh, unique sort of combination mm. of skills and just who I am and it's been it's funny because you know I've been in this game for a long time now I did my first big open water swim I think 17 18 years ago and before that I was a musician and then as soon as I do a swim that's interesting people think I'm a swimmer and then I do a music show again and then they think and they can't quite (laughs) tell them that I can be pretty good at both um so it's always been difficult to bring, bring together I just I just need to interrupt you. Sorry, I, I hang my head in shame. I've missed an ad break again. So we need to take this no. ad break and then we'll continue <laughs> that chat if you don't mind. Sorry about that. Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Herica. My guest is Karina Brewer. She swam 21 kilometers in arts, uh, in, in eight of the arts. Um, Karina, you were explaining very few people do this connection with the arts. As you said, it, it is your it is your thing. Were you successful in, in A, raising awareness and getting the money then? I think so, yeah. Um, we've raised um, just over 85,000 rand so far. Wow. Um, I'd like to get that up to 100,000 at least. Nudge, nudge, anyone listening. Um, <laughs> in fact, look, I mean, you know, the need is just so dire. We need millions and billions really to help enough people but you know um mm. i can only do what i can do and and what i'd also love to do is just and i think what's happened is i've kind of woken some other people up as well um to what they can do um i, I just do what i do anyway you know I've, mm. i was in the middle of the ocean and i i realized this is what i do to forget this is why i'm actually still sort of hanging on and why i'm okay during these times because i have my swimming um it's really my saving grace, and um, but so it, it was so it was literally so easy for me. Um, so I think you know anyone who is out there and who's, who's got the um, the will to to do something, it's actually easier than you may think. Um, it really just it's just about going out of the box a little bit and and yeah, sort of swinging what you have um, outwards. So yes, um, it's been successful in the fundraising department. Also, um, the, it, it kind of really went viral on the day. So everyone was sharing. The artists mm. were incredibly supportive. Um, I'm really humbled because a lot of artists even gave money, you know, and, and it's really hard for everyone out there, especially the artists. But um, there's just a lot of solidarity in the industry. And I think we all realize like we're pretty much on our own at the moment. And um, more and more people are starting to, to do things, which um, which is extremely important, and and we've got to keep doing that because, yeah, life's not getting easier for anyone. On the contrary, yeah. And um, there are artists I mean, who just, yeah. 
they've lost everything. Uh, I was going to say, even even like forget forget the small artists, the ones who sort of scrape pennies together. Even yeah. you too, the band you too are having to do something different online to be able to make some money these days. And if you yeah. too are having to do that, then imagine what I don't know. Joe Bloggs, who plays guitar in a restaurant, has to do. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Um, they not okay. <laughs> They're not okay. A lot of artists are being evicted. Um, they sure. having to sell their instruments, their gear, which means even if the work comes back, they're not going to be able to do it. Mm. Um, it's extremely, extremely dire out there, and it's very depressing. <laughs> but for me, I when I feel that depression and that pain, I kind of I try to turn it into something where mm. I feel I have at least some form of power to to do something. But to be honest, we're all quite powerless, and, and we just don't know when it's going to come back and if it's going to come back. Um, a lot of artists have left the industry already. Those who were able to pivot and recreate themselves, they, they're gone, you know. And who knows whether they'll be back, and it's a huge loss from an artistic point of view. Um, but yeah, we just have to fight through this and keep swimming, basically. Yeah. All right, let's let's talk about the swim a little bit more. Uh, what was yeah. it? Twenty twenty one kilometers. You said is a reasonable distance. How, how does that compare <laughs> to uh, the the, the um, Robin Island swim, for example? Um, yeah, so Robin Island is seven and a half kilometers. Um, <laughs> and but I've always liked the longer distances. So Robin Island for me is a bit short, to be honest. I kind of wake uh-huh. up after about ten kilometers. Um, so I really liked the 21 Ks, um, and the English Channel is 35 Ks. So it's kind of in the middle there, but it's a solid, it's a solid swim, <laughs> and mm. um, and it's those waters aren't easy. They're very wild. Um, it's it's not common to get a nice sort of calm day where the wind is calm and and the ocean is quiet and um, and the water is warm. And for me, I just really need warm, warmish water. You know, I, I'm, I struggle in water that's under 18 degrees. So um, <laughs> I had people looking out for me. And when the water yeah. warmed up to 18, I was in. <laughs> sure. My guest, uh, we, we got one more. I've got one, one or two more questions to ask Karina Brewer. Yeah. Uh, she's my guest today. Karina, don't go away because I'm going to want to know a little bit about what you call an adventurous seal. I look forward to hearing that story in a moment. Hashtag SFM Last few minutes of the show, Mandela's going to be playing you tunes from 10 through till midnight tonight. Just finishing off with my guest, Karina Brewer. Uh, Karina, tell us about the adventurous seal you experienced while doing this long, long swim. <laughs> well, there's a lot of wildlife in those waters, um, and we saw a lot of it as well. We saw many seals, um, small dolphins, even penguins. <laughs> And there was a bride whale um, very close to me as well. So um, it's not unusual to see some sea life. But there was this one moment where it was about a meter, a meter and a half underneath me. Um, I just saw this flurry of bubbles. Um, and it was just quite unusual. It, it just came sort of out of nowhere. And it was quite wild and intense. And in that moment, I did have second thoughts about mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going to be it, you know. Um, at the time, I had a friend um, who supported me on the swim. He got in and out and sometimes swam with me. And he was also swimming. We just both got out and we kind of looked at each other. We looked at our hands. And said, are, we, are we okay? Yes. All right. So it turned out to be a seal. I don't know what it was doing down there. But it, um, yeah, it, it woke us up for sure. Because <laughs> those waters are well, could... obviously known for the 
shark population as well. I was going to say, I was joking at the beginning of this show, saying, why would you do this? There's sharks and jellyfish are probably <laughs> the two biggest things in that sea, and yet you decided to swim it. Do, do yeah. those things cross your mind when you're out there? Not Actually, not anymore. They used to. Um, I mean, when I used to swim in False Bay, it, it was quite a process mm. to get my mind right for it. Um, but I did, you know, and I just kind of told myself, well, this is where I love to be. It's my happy place. Um, it really, truly is. It's where I connect with my soul. And um, sure, there are a couple of minute risks, and I really believe it's minute because um, we have, I've usually got two support boats. Um, I swim in the middle of it. It's very unlikely that a shark's just going to come up and sort of attack you. You know, you can see them. I've got shark spotters on the boat, people who look out only for, for sharks. So I really feel very safe out there. Um, and, yeah, it's like wearing a seatbelt, you know. you There's always a small <laughs> chance that something will happen, but I, you don't focus on that. You And when I'm out there, I just I focus on the joy and the privilege to be in this beautiful natural space and the wonderful feeling. <laughs> and it's amazing to see the wildlife. And it's really it's difficult to mm. put in words how, how special it is out there. Um, jellyfish, we- I've been stung quite yeah. a few times. It's, you know, just pain. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> pain, and what do they say? Pain is weakness leaving the body. Yes, there you go. <laughs> you got it. All right, hold on to that. Uh, Karina, what I've just done is while I'm talking to you, I, you were telling me about those mountains that you can see in the distance from Hermanus. Um, yeah. So I loaded up a, a Google image here that somebody's ah, taken from one of the beaches, probably from where you started. And I can see yeah. those mountains in the distance, but it yeah. looks like it's the other side of the world. Was there, yeah, but you when, when you think look about at this, it like that. <laughs> you get excited. You look at that and go, I'm going to swim to that lake, uh, that mountain over there. Exactly. I can see them. That means, you know, it's within reach. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I swam Fault Bay many years ago. That's 35 kilometers. And still, when I drive yeah. up Solaris Pass and I look across, it's impossible, you know. It's impossible <laughs> to swim that. It's just crazy. But that's not how you should think about it. For me, it's a. 10 or 11 hour swim and you just swim from hour to hour and later you lose track of how many hours you've swum because you just go into a very special zone which you can only reach through doing that and it's a very unique um, experience and it's one that I like. I just expect anyone else to like it or everyone else to like it Mm. but for me that's that's extremely special. It's a bit of a drug, you know. Um, And yeah, I've, I've tasted it and I'll always go back there. I was talking to Zerk Boete earlier. He rode from Cape Town to Rio and I asked him if like his morning cup of coffee when he was on the boat was meditation time and his answer was it's always meditation time when you're by yourself in the middle of the ocean. You just described exactly the same thing. Exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, I guess it's. I'm a bit of a loner in a way, although I, I love people as well and I love socializing mm. being out there and, and just connecting with me and with whatever I believe this world to be sometimes it's the only place where things make sense to me um, so I gotta go back there every now and then it just becomes quite hard out here <laughs> okay Karina bro what's next for you then what's next well um, mm. I do have another couple of swims coming up for um, Tribio, the, the organization that 
handling the fundraising. Um, amazing organizations also consists of people from the, the Kaka and Car and CakeNet. So it's a really nice group of people who have the same interest at heart in um, just, you know, elevating and assisting performing, performing artists. So I will be attempting to swim across Falls Bay again at the end of the year. And now when I did it, I was about 20 years younger. So, yeah, it's now an old lady who's <laughs> going to try and cross. <laughs> Um, and I've got a couple of other ideas. Um, it's something I'd really like to go do in Europe, but um, it will require proper sponsorship. So that's not quite a reality yet, but um, I'm working on it. Great chatting to you again, Karina Burr, and let us know and we'll have a chat again. Oh. Karina Burr, thank you very much. Uh, that line's finally given out. Karina Burr, uh, 21 kilometer open water swim. First person to do it as well. Well done to her. You at this AFM, just to wrap up some of it, we take a quick sting and then we'll wrap up some sports results for you.